Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Cadillac is moving to the Big Apple, horse trading on the next UAW contract, and how Tesla is outselling every other luxury sedan in its price range. But now let's get to the news because in a move to give its luxury brand far more autonomy, General Motors is moving its Cadillac headquarters out of Detroit to New York City. In a statement, GM's president Dan Ammon said, and I quote, we are creating Cadillac as a very clear division and it will be far more self-sufficient and autonomous. We will not have the Cadillac business fragmented across all the functions that exist today. Pretty good move. Cadillac also named Jim Bunnell, 59 years old, to head up its sales operations in the American market. Bunnell currently is vice president of Chevrolet and Cadillac Europe sales, and Bunnell will have to act fast to stop the drop in Cadillac sales, and we expect to hear of specific steps of how they plan to start moving the metal any moment now. Next summer, the UAW will legally be able to go on strike against General Motors and Chrysler and will have to negotiate a new contract with Ford. So what will the top negotiating topics be? Here's my AutoLine insight. The UAW would love to get rid of two-tier wages, where new hires are paid less than longtime line workers. At the same time, GM, Ford, and Chrysler would love to get out from under their pension liabilities for UAW workers. So let's make a deal. The Detroit Three would have to buy an annuity from an investment company to pay for those pensions or give workers a lump sum payment. In fact, GM already did this with its white collar workers. But first, the automakers would have to overfund their pensions, which are currently underfunded. That could cost them billions of dollars but it would remove a lot of economic uncertainty. Wall Street hates how pension liabilities fluctuate with market swings and interest rate changes. But in the long run, getting rid of their pension liabilities would save billions, and that could boost their stock prices. Of course, they need the UAW to agree to this sort of change, and I bet that it would if, if the car companies agreed to get rid of those two-tier wages. Negotiations for a new labor contract start next summer, and I cannot wait to see what both sides throw on the table. In the future, the tires that we drive on may no longer be made from rubber and oil. Bridgestone just opened a new research center in Arizona that will focus on extracting rubber from guayule shrubs. That shrub is a native to southwestern U.S. states and northern Mexico, and the properties of guayule rubber are almost identical to natural rubber from rubber trees. This initiative is part of Bridgestone's long-term vision of manufacturing products from raw materials that are fully renewable and sustainable by 2050. As the Chevy Colorado and GMC Canyon start rolling out to dealers, we're learning about their fuel economy ratings. The four-cylinder engine, two-wheel drive with a six-speed automatic, gets 20 miles per gallon in the city, 27 on the highway, and 22 combined. Those numbers drop slightly with the four-wheel drive version. The V6 gets an EPA-estimated 26 mpg on the highway. The diesel engine will be available as a 2016 model, and we will not get its ratings until it's closer to that launch. 
But if you want to learn more about these trucks, make sure you tune in to AutoLine After Hours this Thursday when we'll have some of the top executives in charge of developing those trucks and bringing them to market. If you would like to pose a question to those execs, shoot an email to viewermail at autoline.tv. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. Excellent traction. Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. And now it's time for some of your feedback. We got a great letter from GM Veteran who points out that Tesla is doing a whole lot better when you compare its sales to other full-size luxury sedans that are priced between $80,000 and $120,000 in the U.S. market. In fact, the Tesla Model S outsells every other sedan in this price range. And by the way, this includes sales of the brand new Mercedes S-Class. So Tesla is doing a fantastic job of capturing upscale buyers. And we want to thank GM Veteran for pointing this out to us. HTG has been thinking about Sergio Marchione firing Luca de Montezemolo at Ferrari. One wonders what the power logic would be today if Ferrari's cars were winning in F1. Would Marchione have been able to dislodge a triumphant Montezemolo? Consider Italy's politics and the Tifosi. Well, HTG, as I've said all along, I think this move was about business, not about Formula One championships. I believe Marchion thinks he can get another $2 billion a year out of Ferrari with production increases and an IPO, and he didn't want to have a boss at Ferrari fighting him every step of the way. So I think Marchion would have done this even if Ferrari was winning the Constructors' Championship and Fernando Alonso was on top of the point standings. Tango R34 wants to know, what's the difference between 3D printing and rapid prototyping? The principle looks the same. Well, you're exactly right, Tango 34. 3D printing and rapid prototyping are the same thing. In fact, in the early days of this technology, it was also called stereolithography. But 3D printing is the name that has really captured the public's attention. And finally, David Lopez, world citizen, asks, why is it that manufacturers are still using lead-acid batteries? Why don't they switch to lithium-ion? Well, that's an easy one, David. Cost. Lithium-ion batteries cost significantly more than lead-acid ones. Also, there's some interesting R&D work going on to greatly increase the capacity of lead-acid batteries so they could be around for a long time to come. Hey, thanks for all your letters and comments. We truly like getting them all. But anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please tune in tomorrow.